you know, we've been tracking uh, interest rates and housing starts and building permits. Of course, interest rates are going up, and we've seen a lot of, especially single-family housing activity, really go down. I mean, plummet. Uh, and it seems to have taken its toll. But my sense is that's making renting more affordable. For a long time, it was cheaper just to 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 buy to uh, to buy rather than rent that may not be true anymore. Uh, one person I know who knows is Phil Take. He's the president of Amley that has uh, 77 different apartment communities spread out all over the country and some really beautiful conspicuous ones in our area. And he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you, David. Uh, pleasure to be here. You know, I was mentioning, you know, some of your properties. I want to talk about the market, but. The most conspicuous is this this forty five story building that you put up in downtown Dallas next to the uh, Fountain Place. Uh, it, it's it's all apartments, and it was the first high rise construction that we've seen in the downtown area um, since before my kids were born. I mean, a whole generation. <laughs> How did it work out for? You? Is it full? I mean, was it? Did, did people rent it up right away? Um, it's, it's been successful. Uh, it was, we were leasing it during the coronavirus period of time. And so it was uneven in the lease up, but it's been very strong in the last 12 months and uh, it's practically full now. You know, it's, it was, we designed it as a takeoff from IMPay's famous uh, Fountain Place building, which is next door. And I, at least the architectural feedback that we've gotten back from um, uh, from people in the profession is that we we didn't exactly mirror it, but it, it is close and it's complementary. Yeah, and, and it is gorgeous. And it would, if I were a developer, it would keep me awake at night trying to fill that place up during a pandemic. But but the fact is, now it, it looks like everybody's swinging back toward renting. Is that what you're seeing in your communities? Yes, um, a lot of uh, demand has come from different sectors, including being priced out from single-family home market. Uh, another sector that has been influential during the coronavirus is that there were a lot of um, breakups of informal living arrangements as people spent more time than they ever had spent with their partner before. And whether or not that uh, <laughs> that is prolonged or not remains to be seen, because I think people will partner up again sooner or later. But but frankly, that did drive some incremental demand as well. So rents are up. I, I know everybody who is a renter knows that they have increased a lot. But the ratio, as you pointed out, between rents and owning a home has tipped in favor of renting uh, over the last several months. Well, one thing I've noticed that you, under your new construction, I know this this Fountain Place uh, was part of it, was what they call a LEED Gold certifi- certified building, and so it it you know it was very efficient, very good for the for the environment, but also in the long run, I would guess cheaper to operate. That's got to work to your benefit. Yes, uh, the LEED program, we've we've been engaged in it since 2009 and 55 out of our, um, or I'm sorry, 49 out of our 75 uh, apartment communities are LEED certified at one of the levels. And, and we find it beneficial in a lot of ways. There are a lot of certification programs around, but I think re- LEED is the most rigorous of them for uh, commercial buildings. And, um, and it not only saves energy, saves people money on utilities, um, gets more fresh air into the units, 
but it's, the LEAD program during coronavirus proved itself to be a healthier um, living environment as well. And so people paid a lot of attention to that, I think, during the last two years. So coming out of the lockdown, are you building different properties? Are there design elements that have that have changed maybe forevermore from people working at home or, as you say, wanting more fresh air? There is clearly more attention to those types of issues. Obviously, there are many, many more people, much higher percentage of people who are working from home, either part of the time or all of the time. Uh, we try to measure that, and uh, we, we think that it has almost tripled the number of people who at least one to two days a week are working from home. And we can see that in our parking garages. And obviously, the way in which uh, one of our residents thinks about working from home. They do want fresh air. They do want it to be a healthy environment uh, because they're spending far more time there than they ever had before. So you, you all are in uh, all the hot areas. I mean, you're speaking to us from Atlanta, but, you know, major factors in North Texas and Austin and Chicago, Houston, Seattle, um, Southern California and Southern Florida, too. Are all areas showing the, the, the same sort of demand, or are there still some, some hot spots and some that are cooler than others? No, it's, it's basically the same level of demand. I think technology, in those cities where there is a much stronger technology presence, uh, technology firms have tended to allow their people to work from home or work remotely for a longer period of time than other employers. And so there are a lot of technology workers who left our apartments in 2020 during the advent of coronavirus. And they, for example, in Seattle, they moved to Boise or to other smaller cities that had good enough cell or um, uh, internet service. And they simply worked from a less expensive place to live. But I think that that's gradually unwinding now, and, and we see strong demand in all the cities that we're in. I, I, I don't know if you're doing any new construction now, but, but after spiking like crazy, I'm beginning to see the cost of a lot of these commodities come down. Lumber is well off its highs. I notice copper has been under a lot of pressure just over the last month or so. What, what, what about construction costs? I didn't realize you were on top of uh, commodities that well. That, you're exactly right. Not only is lumber down, but copper is down. On the other hand, concrete prices are probably still up 20%. A lot of the electrical components are far more expensive than they ever had been historically. Uh, and they, In some cases, they're double or triple what their wow. historic costs are. And steel remains very high and in strong demand. So it's so it's uneven. Copper and, and lumber clearly are down. Lumber more dramatically than copper is. Um, and and the lumber pricing is beneficial to some degree for wood frame product, but for high rises like our Fountain Place, which is largely all concrete and steel, uh, uh, pricing really hasn't come down much at all. What about the supply chain? I know we were talking to some single-family home builders who were having to run to Lowe's to get to get appliances to fill up their their housing developments because they couldn't they couldn't get them. You're exactly right. I it is unpredictable. It is still problematic. They're no longer a parade or armada of ships out on the Long Beach Harbor, but there are still shortages of key things 
for example, we, we've had almost an eight month delay with a project in Denver, simply waiting for the type of cover that's necessary for all the electrical meters that uh, individually meter each of the units. And the cover costs about 40 bucks uh, for each of them. And we, we experienced an eight month delay because we couldn't get $40 pieces of equipment that are, that are custom made by the manufacturer and, and, you know, are not a commodity, but nonetheless, it, it was painful. And that's a sort of unpredictable thing that, that plagues virtually everybody's new construction right now. So are you owner, operator, developer on all of your projects? We we buy some projects from other people, but we mostly develop and own and manage our our product projects. So we we don't do management for any third party or any development or construction for any third party. So you you get to control your own destiny that way, I guess, more than anything else. Or or we're a victim of our own destiny, <laughs> one or the other. Well, hopefully we all come out of this together, but. Uh, you do have some, you know, I'm thinking about the, the, the your West Plano properties and down in the Quadrangle and obviously the ones we see around here downtown, really conspicuous and attractive properties. So you're a good neighbor. Stay around. Well, we, we have great residents and, and we enjoy deli- trying to deliver as good a quality service as anybody in the business. Hopefully we can deliver on that promise. Phil Tegg's the uh, CEO of, our, of, of on CEO Spotlight, the president of Amley. And uh, it's good to have you with us. Thank you for the time, sir. Uh, you're very welcome. Thanks for Thanks, more, of our, more of our conversation. Go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.